everybody? Hi, guys. <laughs> From Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, a podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher, and I'm not entirely convinced that that was a clean open, but that's okay. <laughs> We're rolling with it. <laughs> All right, well, coming up today on this episode of Thank God I'm Atheist... Um, <laughs> the word of wisdom. Yeah, it's a what, what Mormons believe. We've talked uh, about uh, Mormons and their their kinky little food habits before, yeah. but we're going to keep talking about it because uh, they've clarified a few things. Thank God. Yeah, it's a modern world. There I'm so are glad they clarified. Lots I of things out there. Confused about what I could eat, what I couldn't eat. Yeah, what I could drink. Who knows? What I couldn't drink. Uh, oh, you know what? It's, if you're Mormon, it's just safer not to eat or drink a damn thing. <laughs> just, just let that part of your life go. Uh, hey, uh, Frank. Uh, before we launch in, I just want to mention one more time, really quickly. Yeah, we are working toward being listener supported. I can't entirely say how close we are. We're getting there. I mean, I could, but I cannot. You, <laughs> you guys can. Go I have and the see physical it. capacity to right. say it, but I'm not going to. Don't. We are so close. We're so. Uh, but as you were saying to me earlier today, people do drop out. So it's like, yeah, we. And that's a natural thing. That happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and know, that and that's totally fine. We're 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 not resentful of anybody no, who can't afford it anymore or doesn't want to anymore. We're we're thankful for the time that they were a patron. Absolutely. However, what that means is that we're not just trying to build uh, new people. We're actually trying to sort of we have to cover. The losses as well. Right. And this so, has been something, this just is how it works. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. We've always gained like three in a week where one person is no longer a patron. Yeah. And so we'll have a net of two. And it's just been a natural sort of gradual climb. Yeah. The whole time. So it's natural. It's so normal. we're still working towards that goal. Uh, once we hit uh, 350 yeah. total patrons. Right. But right now we're working toward 300. So that right. half of our, our episodes can be ad-free. Right. Right. And we are, I'm going to say it, four people away. You guys. So, come on. You can do it. Out here. You can do it. And, uh, you're only the, helping yourself. Right. That's the thing. Right. Exactly. Because as soon as you're a patron, you get access to immediately an ad-free version of the show every single week. Yeah. That's, that's just our gift to you yeah. uh, as recompense for your gift to us. It's a it's a it's a it's a gift exchange, indeed. Anyway, uh, let's move on. Uh, what do you got? Yeah, um, I have Dan. Oh, you know what we didn't do? I just should tell people the way you become a patron is you go to thankgodamatheist.com and there's a little link on the side of the page and it just says become a patron and then you click that and then you do it. Okay. Perfect. Now now Thank say you. now say what you got, uh, Dan. I would like to play a guessing game with you. I knew you would. Um, oh, I just knew it. Did in, you? In my heart. Did you? It's, this is not the only ep, uh, the only story that we're going to have a guessing game today. Oh, really? Yeah, we got a couple of them. I would like you to guess, Dan, why a Catholic priest in Tennessee rejected his new housekeeper. <laughs> On what grounds oh my God. Did, he, did he look at this woman oh my God. and go... I don't want you cleaning my house. Oh, it sounds like the setup to a joke, <laughs> but it's not. I'm going to go with you are too attractive. My dog is racist. Oh, shit. What? <laughs> the woman oh. is African-American. You got a Hank Hill dog? <laughs> His dog. 
He claims has been aggressive with strangers until he gets to know them. And this is especially true for strangers that happen to be African-American. Oh my god. It ain't me. It's my dog. It's my dog. <laughs> wow. Uh, so two women uh, showed up to his house. One had been the cleaner. Okay. Uh, and uh, she was white. Sure. So no problem there. Right. For him. Yes. Right. Um, for the dog, Frank. For the dog. The dog. <laughs> Clearly for the dog. Obviously. Um when they when they approached the priest's house um they were told by the priest's secretary i'm sorry we are not trying to be rude but the but the dog just doesn't like black people but we don't allow n black people n in the house new maids because <laughs> the d dog doesn't it's the dog. That's what I'm going with dog. <laughs> uh, I mean, I wish there was more to this story than that. No. That's really it. That's it. Stupid. It's a punchline. Well, uh, you know what else? <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, Catholic priests make enough money that they have housekeepers and secretaries. And uh, boy toys. And, well, those are free. Oh, that's true. If you do, if you, if you do <laughs> it right. If you do it right. Okay, that was fun. Uh, I'm gonna make you play a guessing game now, oh. and we'll just okay. we'll just okay. wash our go back our, and forth our with brains out. With it. Yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Uh, a new study has come out. Mm -hmm. uh, a new survey, rather, has come out uh, that surveyed every state in in these United States okay. about abortion. Oh boy! Now I want you to guess how many states in the United States of America have more than 25% of their populace wanting a total ban on abortion. More than 25%? Yeah. How many How many states in the Union want have more than 25% that why, want where, a total ban? Why 25%? I don't understand the That's number. just a benchmark. That's I don't a know. benchmark? I'm just... More than 25. Any, how many out of 50 have more than 25? More than 25% of people want a total ban on abortion. I, I don't... I, I would say it's uh, 20. Yeah, I would have said something around that. Yeah. Zero. There are zero states. It was a trick question. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> the answer, How dare you? The answer is zero. <laughs> uh, literally, most of these United States, uh, in, in almost all the states, uh, they... Abort abortion is considered should be legal in all cases or in 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 some cases in at least some cases almost all of them have a vast majority of people who believe that abortion should be considered legal in at least some cases wow uh and then from there uh yeah when you get to how many people think that it should be uh not legal in any case. Yeah. There's not a single state that has over 25% believing that. No way. I think that's pretty amazing. Which state has 25? Uh, no, none None of them do. Which uh, has 24? Uh, let me find the thing. I don't know. I don't have, mm -hmm. I don't have that metric mm -hmm. right at hand. Right. But I, here's what I will say. Um, 
Uh, let's see. So in Alabama, just 16% opposes abortion at all times, while 19% of Missourians hold that position. So I think it's 19 is the, is the highest that it goes. No way. Yeah. Whereas uh, in, uh, in at least five states, at least 20% of the population believes that it should be legal in all cases. That's interesting. Hmm. Uh, and those are five states that you wouldn't necessarily think was was the case. Okay, what are they? Um, Louisiana, Mississippi, Arkansas, Tennessee, Nebraska, North Dakota, and Kentucky. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought that. It's just a crazy thing. Well, I guess the point is, what's happening in our state legislatures is not remotely representative of their actual constituency. Unbelievable. It's this Project Blitz bullshit. Yeah. That this ultra right wing nut job lunatic fringe has been try has been working really hard to enact across the country and they're doing a great job and legislators are not reflecting their constituents at all. Hmm. It's really interesting. Hmm. Now it hmm. breaks down differently when you start to look at uh specific religious groups. Okay. Um, interesting. So like, you know, you, you look at, for instance, is this one, was this the one I'm looking at? Uh, so, uh, they break it. They, so this chart breaks it down between just two different positions, legal in most or, or slash all cases or illegal in most slash all cases. So it's not, it, it incorporates the extremes into the more moderate positions, but white evangelical Protestant is actually uh, against, uh, they think it should be illegal in most or all cases at, at a rate of about 65 to 30. Mm. Um, white mainline, wh that's white evangelical Protestant. Okay. White mainline Protestant, 59% uh, think it should be legal in, all, in most cases. Oh, wow. Uh, black Protestant, 56% say legal in most cases. Mm -hmm. Black evangelical Protestant, 51%. So evangelical Protestant, black people in the United States, still over 50%. Wow. Um, and non-evangelical Protestant, it's at 67% for black non-evangelical wow. Protestant. Um, Hispanic Protestant, uh, evangelical Protestant is... They think uh, it's thirty. Only thirty-two percent think it should be legal. Sixty-three percent say no. Huh. But for the most part, like the average, it's it's well over fifty percent. Fascinating in the country. Unreal. So all of this, uh, just know that it's like it's a political agenda that has nothing to do with the populace of these uh, of of these here United States. I'm so tired of this shit. Right. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of these people trying to. Uh, force us all into their little horrible world. Their their, their ugly, horrible, stupid nasty little vision box. for what this world should and this, especially this nation, should be like. Ag agreed, entirely. I'm sick and tired. Yeah, Dan, it's stupid. All right, I got a group for you, Dan. Oh, a group, a group, a young, a group, a, 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 a a group for young men. Oh, Dan. oh no! A Can group I just for say, young men, a train for to provide them training, training, Dan. Uh, provide them with some direction in their life. That if, makes if I me say, so nervous. If I say the name Team Rugged, oh God, 
and, and according to them, they offer patriotic and biblical training. Oh God! Right? What kind? What do you think they focus on? What do you think their their instruction really like is is all about? Guns, knives, pistols, and rifles. Yeah, amongst other things like learning how to um, work in teams of two, three, and four. Okay. I wonder what that's all about. Uh, it has something to do with sh learning how to, let's see, uh, use a knife in defense. Sure. Close quarters shooting with rifles and pistols. Jesus. And how to work effectively in teams of two, three, and four. Uh, also just general, uh, you know, probably hand-to-hand -hand combat crap. And, well, and because, because what you need, Dan. The yeah. Sermon on the Mount was very clear. <laughs> Blessed are the militia, for they shall inherit the earth. Absolutely. Um, Republican lawmaker, Matt Shea, uh -huh. he's from Washington State, he's a state lawmaker. Okay. Um, he's connected to this group, and this is kind of causing a lot of hubbub. I think this is the guy from a few months ago who we talked about wanting to split off part of Washington to form uh, its own Christian right. state. Right, And yes. we were like, yeah, but you'd still be in the United States, yeah. so, so wait you know... You know, I mean, yeah, okay, states' rights and everything, but like... But there's a constitution and it, stuff. You can't just go create Gilead somewhere. <laughs> right. Right, I think is kind of what we were saying. Right. Uh, anyway, he's been uh, sort of following uh, the teachings of a Georgia-based neo-Confederate pastor. Oh. Uh, that's, a, that's a thing. Um, Those are, that is a bad series of words <laughs> right there. <laughs> that, is, that bodes uh, ill. I believe it's this guy, uh, Weaver... Okay. I, I'm having a hard time. Uh, yeah, anyway, uh, George, he's uh, this controversial preacher who uh, the uh, Southern Law Poverty Law Center has, uh, they say that he's a leading proponent for training Christians for armed battle. Yeah. That's what this is all about. That's what, um, yeah, they keep saying that that's coming. Yeah, in addition to being a preacher, this Weaver fellow, uh, John Weaver, uh, is a firearms instructor. Of course, yeah. Um, he gives weapons trainings uh, to members of the League of the South. That's the uh, neo-Confederate group uh, that marched in uh, Charlottesville. Oh, fun! Right at the 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 Unite the yep. Right rally. Definitely want August them armed. 2017. Definitely want them have um, as many guns as they can get. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Um, yeah, the training will show them how to work better as a team, both in achieving physically demanding tasks and on the battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a figurative battlefield. This is not onward Christian soldiers. Yeah. It's, right? we're, like, we're this not is talking, literal. Yeah, we're not this talking about not, the Salvation Army. Yeah. These guys are... Well, you know, they did say... I, I made a Beatitudes joke earlier. The Lord did say, blessed are the peacemakers. Yeah. And that's a Colt 45 right there. Yeah, absolutely. Boom. And by that's... boom, I mean bang. And by bang, I mean boom. Yeah. So, you know, in light of sort of recent happenings in mm. this country, right? It's always good to know that it's... Uh, that they're training terrorists? That there's an organized effort to train terrorists. White yeah. terrorists. I don't know country. how you see that as anything other than a terrorist training camp. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Considering what is happening in these United States right now. Christian if you terrorism. see If you see white guys carrying, training their young on guns, 
That's a terrorist training camp. That's what that is. That is a yeah, that is what there should be drones flying overhead tracking them from our government. Mm-hmm. But instead they're probably being supplied with the weaponry, I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, oh, fun times in these United States. Uh I'm going to take us to Pennsylvania. Now we did a story, I did a story a while back of a court case for Lehigh County, Pennsylvania. The the county uh, seal and the county flag have prominently displayed in their seal a Christian cross. Oh. Uh, and so the fulfer... Well, there's, there's good Christian people there. Right. And only good Christian people there. Well, but they're the ones that, you know, matter and control things. Yes, and indeed. are in power, so let them have their little cross. Yeah. Uh, anyway, no, that was not the position of the Fufurf, <laughs> the Freedom From Religion Foundation, who, oh. uh, of course, sued, no. as they are wont to do. Why? Uh, and they, uh, they, they triumphed in, uh, in their circuit court. And of course, the county uh, appealed to the Circuit Court of Appeals, the third U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals. Who issued a ruling this Thursday uh, that basically said ba- that drew on the the Supreme Court of these United States uh, and their uh, ruling in the Bladen Bladensburg Peace Cross, uh, the recent really horrible ruling uh-huh. that it was right, allowed to right. stay right. because it was old. So, uh, so the appeals court overturned the uh, the other ruling, <laughs> saying that this was this. They said uh, in a opinion written by Judge Thomas M. Hardiman, the Latin cross at issue here no doubt carries religious significance, but more than seven decades after its adoption, the seal has become a familiar embedded feature of Lehigh County attaining a broader meaning than any one of its many symbols. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Yeah. It's just that there's only the one symbol that's against our Constitution. So, you get six of one, half a dozen of the other. Yeah. So, it's tricky. Uh, long. They basically held up the American Legion ruling and said, as the Supreme Court held in American Legion, such long-standing symbols benefit from a, quote, strong presumption of constitutionality. That that ruling's gonna, gonna bite us for a while. Yeah. That ruling's gonna suck for a long time. For, yeah. All right. So there you go. Fun updates from Dan. Oh, Dan, why? You're why, welcome. Dan? You're welcome, everybody. It's the worst, Dan. Woohoo! It's supposed to be a fun show. Yeah, that's why I said it's fun. <laughs> Duh. Okay. Well, here's something fun, Dan. Okay. This is this is this is what I'm talking about, Dan. This story, this story right here is fun. Are you gonna make me guess something? You Do promised. You guess something? You promised. I did promise something. Okay. Um, which direction, up or down? Oh. Do you think the numbers have been going for re- the? Re- religiously unaffiliated people facing harassment in the world. So a number of countries where religiously unaffiliated people face harassment on a 
sort of on a on a systemic level, whether it's you're saying us, government, we atheists, we atheists, agnostics, non-believers, unaffiliated. Uh, how many countries? How many countries in 2017? Because that's where this study sort of sure. cuts off. How many countries do you think were were people like us harassed by governments or private groups? All of them, or both? All of the countries. It's actually not terribly high. It's 50. Because you have to consider that it's sort of more systemic. Okay. Right? Well, then, yeah, I mean, I'm going to say, like, you know, the Middle East counts and, yeah. like, pretty much everything in the Middle East, a yeah. lot of South Asia uh, and, and a lot of Asia in general. Uh, yeah, yeah, 20, 35 countries. They're saying 23. Okay. In 2017. This is up from 14 the previous year. Oh. Oh, good. Up. Up. Oh, it's a, it's an upward trend. It's an, oh, it's totally an upward trend. Oh, great. They started looking at these numbers in 2012 where they only found three countries uh, where non-religious people were facing sort of this kind of harassment. Um, the harassment, as they define it for this, can include a wide range of activities mm. from verbal abuse to physical violence and killings. Great. Um, for example, uh, in four of the 23 countries, uh, namely Egypt, Kenya, Malaysia, and the Maldives, both government restrictions and social harassment occurred. Yeah. Um, there was a killing of a secular blogger in the Maldives. Oh, really? In 2017. I think I remember this. I remember... I remember... Um, uh, Secular bloggers in in uh, Burma in Myanmar. Oh, but I don't. I maybe we reported on the Maldives. I maybe we. Didn't I don't even listen talk to our show, it. so I don't really well, know. I I do tend to pay attention to things other than other than our show and just our show. Why? I do. <laughs> I do believe I remember hearing about this. I might be wrong, but anyway, following the killing, um, President Abdullah Yamin said the government would not allow anyone to publish content that mocks Islam, right. either on social media or in the mainstream media. How dare they? Um, what's important to remember is that the relig religiously unaffiliated group makes up about 16% of the global population. Hmm. Uh, Christians make up 31%. Muslims yeah. make up 23%. Right. We as a group... Our brothers and sisters in in, in non-affiliation, non you sure right? uh, make up sixteen percent, and this is something that we need to, I think, start talking about and understanding a little bit more. Throwing our weight around that this is a sizable group globally, yeah. and yet these seventeen countries. Should we play? You 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 without naming specific too many specific countries, you can sort of hit that nail on the head as far as like. Uh, regions, right? Yeah. Like you're not going to be surprised to find out that Indonesia, Iran, Iraq, Qatar, uh, Saudi Arabia, Sudan, the United Arab Emirates, mm. uh, um, let's see, Bangladesh, Montenegro, Tajikistan, mm. Tunisia, Turkey, Yemen, Egypt, Malaysia, the Maldives, and Kenya are on this list. Okay. Right? There you go. Here are a few that maybe... Surprising? Kind of surprise you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Russia's not going to surprise you either. I don't know that I mentioned that. No. Greece? Mm, huh. I don't know. European Union member. That's that's yeah. that's interesting. Right. 
Um, Paraguay. Did I say that? <laughs> no. Nope. Paraguay. Peaceful uh, Paraguay. Oh. That just makes me so sad. Shut up, Paraguay. India. Yeah, okay. India. Yeah, that, that kind of makes sense. Uh, and guess what? What? United States. Yeah. We there made, is we that. We made the list, Dan. Well... Well, aren't we just in good company? It is a Christian nation. It's a Judeo-Christian nation, <laughs> No, Frank. it's a Christian nation. It's a Christian nation. We're becoming they, more and more aware and reminded of that fact. Yeah, but they like to throw in the Judeo just to make Israel happy. They love that part. <laughs> Every once in a while. Um, when Only when Israel's listening. Yeah, exactly. When Israel's not listening, <clears throat> they don't mention you. They don't, Israel. Sorry, guys. Well, no, they do. They just They just talk about what they'll do when they take over your land yeah um just speaking about proportions of populations it is also important to remember uh that in the u.s we make up 23 percent of the population as of 2014 know. yeah so that number is in has five gone years up. has clearly gone up a, a little who knows how much yeah um but 23 percent already that's fantastic now you know there there are a lot of ways that the that the christians do outdo us in the persecution game you mean christians <laughs> have been harassed in 2017 christians were harassed in 143 countries dan isn't that just i don't believe that <laughs> i just i i'm i just genuinely think that that's probably bullshit i don't know where they got that number but i i would like to see what they're defining as uh, harassment. I told you what they're defining as well, harassment. Like systemic harassment against Christians in a hundred and... Absolutely. No. Yes, Dan. No. Oh, my God. Look, I'll give them a lot of countries. There's a lot of countries that do harass Christians. Yeah. China's terrible. Oh, yeah. Uh, China. Yeah. China. China. Oh, but, uh, a, but, a lot, but a lot of the, uh, the Muslim countries as well. Oh, you're, absolutely. You're going to have a lot of trouble in a lot of those countries. But still... Shut up. Nuh-uh. Anyway. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about, but it sounds suspicious to me. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How yeah. dare you I'm sure they cast... got the U.S. on that list, too. <laughs> oh, guaranteed. Maybe it's, that's the number we of are countries... The worst. Maybe that's the number of countries where Christians feel like they've been persecuted. <laughs> Um, all right, so I'm going to go to uh, Kentucky. Uh, remember, I mentioned Project Blitz earlier. Uh, one, of the, one of the stated goals of Project Blitz, which is this ultra-right-wing, uh, I don't want to say conspiracy, but plan uh -huh. that's been put into action, uh, was to get In God We Trust put up in all of the schools. Oh, yeah. Uh, they skirt the obvious constitutional problem with that by having it it was made the u.s uh motto in the 50s yeah. and we forgot to take what that a down what we, a motto we forgot to let go of that one after God the after the red scare was sort of less scary anyway uh so this has been required so this has gone through in several states kentucky being one of them where uh the kentucky uh, state law now says that uh, beginning this with this year's uh, this school year's uh, school, the local school boards are required 
in every pub- public elementary and secondary school to display the national motto, In God We Trust, in a prominent location, somewhere where m- all, most of the kids are likely to see it. Okay. Okay. Uh, not all of the school boards are, or, or school districts are happy with that. Right. They actually realize that like there's a whole bunch of kids that will feel excluded yeah. because of that. Yeah. So here's a clever one. Uh, it says that it can, it doesn't say that it can't be surrounded by other interesting artwork or symbols or whatever. Yeah. They hung up a dollar. Oh. At all the places. Well, doesn't that just drive home a different point? Well, kind of, yes. <laughs> Which is... But everybody in America at least believes in dollars. Oh, yeah. Not everyone oh, in America believes in God, but they all believe in a dollar, and I think that that's cute that they just hung up a yeah, dollar. That's clever. Like, that's clever. It's yeah. framed. It's nice. It looks good. And it's just a normal... Didn't they, like, blow it up or... No, no, I think that's one of the states where they didn't require it a specific size. They weren't specific ah. about how big it had to be or what lettering it was. So, Well, that was dumb. Yeah. They're, guess what's going to happen next year? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to be a size requirement. Yep. Yep. They're going to fix that one soon. But for now... Prescribed. There's going to be a font that you have to use. Everybody look at the dollar. It's going to be Comic Sans. Yeah. We, it shouldn't be on the money either. That's it, like It's an infuriating thing. Yeah, that's... Yeah. We live in a very, very rough time for the non-religious in a country founded, theori- in a country that has enshrined in its very, very flawed founding documents. Mm-hmm. At least it says, hey, let's keep religion out of government. Right. And we'll get that. We'll get around to that eventually. <laughs> As a country, we'll figure that out someday. Someday. One <laughs> can hope. One can hope. One can hope. All right. right, Well, if you guys uh, have anything you'd like to add to this conversation, please write to us, podcast at Thank God I'm Atheist, Dark Carm. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click on that like button. And while you're there... Search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Dan. Yeah, uh, yes, sir. Hello. Uh, Gordon Klingon. Gor- Gorgon. Gor- Klingon. Shit. Gorgon. Co- Clingers, Calgon, clean my shit. Uh, yeah, so uh, Gordon Klingen Schmidt. Gordon we haven't heard from him for a minute. He's yeah. he's in Colorado, and he yeah. he's a guy who looks like his neck grew ahead. Yeah, Rather, he's one of those. He just doesn't he's look quite too right. Little, it's he's got that fun baldness yeah. that like sort of just goes in a straight line backwards. Yeah, it's, right. Like it just starts. And each year, that sort of silly putty. So now he just has like this weird little thing, sort of on the back of his head, <laughs> with two little tufts that stick out. Yeah, really nice. I mean, he's a what we're saying is turtle neck, very handsome neck. fella. Yeah, yeah, look looks kind of like a thumb. Anyway, uh, <laughs> thumb with a face. He does. He does. He looks like a thumb. Uh, uh, he he has some stuff to say. He you know he used to be a state senator. Uh, Did he? There in Colorado. You now, know, like, that no, he's doesn't on, surprise me because, you know, 
You know who runs for office in this country. Yeah, it's true. Uh, anyway, here, here he's got some stuff he needs to tell us. Let's take a moment and discern the spirits. In this story, we have a Muslim who is not a Christian. And by the way, I'm an evangelical Christian. I believe salvation is through Jesus Christ alone. There's no confusion here. But somehow, this imam showed mercy and followed the teachings of Jesus Christ and not the teachings of Muhammad when he saved the Christians. Why do I say that? Because Muhammad teaches to slay the infidels, that's a direct quote, where Jesus teaches to lay down your life for your friends. And that's a direct quote. So when the Bible says this in John 15, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. I discern the spirit of God upon this imam because he obeyed the teachings of Jesus Christ and he disobeyed the teachings of Muhammad. And in that sense, through his actions, maybe not his confession yet, but through his actions, he was more Christian than his Muslim neighbors who are trying to kill the Christians. God bless you, Imam Abdu'Ali. And Secretary Mike Pompeo and Ambassador Sam Brownback, you're doing a great job for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. How about that? <laughs> he, uh, uh, yeah, how about that? It was, uh, we should have said up front, there was, this was a reference to a thing that happened in uh, 2018 where some uh, Nigerian extremists... Muslim extremists were, oh. were murdering Christians, oh. and uh, an imam nice. uh, sheltered hundreds of them. Oh, it was it was a very a brave thing for him to do, and yeah. then he stood up to the to the roving horde that was right. trying to murder people, right. and said, "You'll you'll have to kill me to get to, through to them." And right. since they were Muslim, they respected that he was an imam, and he saved their these like like two hundred and sixty two Christians. Wow. Uh. So obviously he acted in like Jesus, because let me tell you something. Uh, that Muhammad said murder everybody, and there's nowhere in the Bible where it says murder people that we disagree with. No, nowhere. That doesn't exist That's anywhere in uh, the good book, the holy not text that. that Gordon Klingenschmidt loves so much. Right. No, no, no. He focuses on on Timothy, on John. It was John? It was John. I thought it was Timothy that he read from just now. Anywho. He said the word John. I don't know. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> there you go. That guy. What, what a doofus. Um, you know what I wanted to mention? Yeah. Because um, we, we, we talk a lot about like, you know, how we need, we're, we're, we ask for monetary help. But there's another help that I want to ask from our listeners. Oh. And that is that we have dropped to four and one half stars. From our five star position on on uh, iTunes. No. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, this if you is haven't not allowed, here's here's the problem. Christians come on and give us one star reviews, yeah. having never listened to the show. Right. If you go through and you look at our one star uh, reviews, it's the if you click on most critical, it's very clearly just a series of Christians hating on us because we have the word atheist in our title. Right. Who haven't actually even listened to the show. Right. So uh, counteract that by you guys not thinking about it at all and going out and giving us five stars. <laughs> Don't ask yourself any questions about, mm, should it probably be four? There's Maybe it should be three. That, you know, uh, they're not they great. No, no, like no. They really read the article. Stop thinking about it. Just give us five stars just to counteract the... Uh, the, the the bad guys. That's that's all I'm saying. 
Um, we had some folks write into us, uh, and I think I should read what they re- wrote to us, because uh, that's what we do on this part of the show. <laughs> uh, hey, Frank and Dan. This is from Amber, who says, hey, Frank and Dan. Oh, my, my thing's not working. Okay. My name is Amber. I am a fair, I'm a fairly new listener, and I thought I would tell you my history with the Mormon church. Ooh. The Mormons. Uh, I'm a bisexual woman. Oh, they don't like that. The, the Mormons aren't, aren't okay with that. Uh, from Indianapolis and grew up in a very conservative, close suburb of Indy. I was not raised in any overtly religious environment, but went to church on my own to get a sense of community and to get away from a hostile home. I, I was a member of the Methodist church that was a very liberal and accepting. Around my freshman year in high school, a bunch of my friends from my church and school began to convert to Mormonism. What? They would go away for, for a weekend and come back in long sleeves with the Book of Mormon. It was so strange. I was consistently bugged. Oh, sorry. Constantly bugged about going to recruitment potlucks and actually tricked into one my junior year. After I graduated and my girlfriend and I broke up, she also converted and denounced her bisexuality in the name of Joseph Smith or whomever. And now she lives in Utah. I just thought I'd share. Keep up the good work. Oh, holy oh, crap. Horrible brush with Mormonism. Here's, yeah. I'm so that, sorry. Yeah, that's terrible. What I don't understand is Mormons, you know, they, they can't get converts in the U.S. to save their lives. Apparently, they're, they're going after the youngins. In Indianapolis. In Indy. The young Indians. Is that, what the, is that the denonym for Indianapolis? I don't know. People? I don't know. Anyway. Uh, Indianapolis? In, in, Indianapolitani. <laughs> I'm sure that's not what it is. It should be. Oh, it should be. Damn. Anyway, uh, thanks, Amber, for that. Uh, uh, someone uh, calling themselves Atheist college, college Instructor wrote in to say, Today I sat through an all-college meeting for our multiple campuses that included a full t- all full-time faculty, uh, of full-time faculty, administration, and staff. We had these. We have these once a year before fall semester starts. We had a delightful presentation by a college-age girl detailing the difficulties of her life and admonishing that when life is tough, we should quote choose joy, Jesus, others, and yourself. She actually said, "You can't forget Jesus Christ." In the meeting, I felt like she was trying to launch her inspirational speaker career. <laughs> I worked to get uh, to get this job for many years. I love it, and I don't have tenure yet, so I don't feel comfortable reminding them about je- separation of church and state. <laughs> uh, we are state employees. Hmm. Instead, I came home and finally became a supporter. Thanks <laughs> for making me feel less alone as I live in a conservative state. I think that's a great response. I think the best response when you see a Christian overstepping in these in this country or in whatever country you're in Donate to us. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best. That's the best course of action, don't you, Frank? <laughs> I do. I think that's a wonderful, wonderful uh, step to take. Okay. And yeah. finally, uh, this is from Stephanie. Hey, Frank and Dan, congratulations on 400 episodes. Wow, that's impressive. Woo. I think so too. Yeah, yeah I'm shocked that we I made it this far. I feel impressive. I feel uh, impressed by <laughs> us. Uh, I love the, quote, very special 400th episode. I watched it on YouTube, and it was a lot of fun. Hmm. Plus, I thought you both looked cute. 
Keep going. <laughs> I love it. I, I, the lighting was kind of shit on that recording, but that's okay. Well, it was not. It was yeah. We there were other even, moments when we were like yeah, on camera. True. Yeah, that's true. It just wasn't the intro that was. Whoo boy! Stark lighting and a camera phone that decided to make decided that you, Dan, uh -huh. were sort of that perfect peachy shade <laughs> yeah. of white. And it made all of you that color. Yeah, it just... And then it just looked at me and was like, yeah, you're not that color. We're just going to make you... And it you made me like, kind of a dark... I'm going to say a tangerine. Yeah, it was not... <laughs> it was, a, like it a was rotting... Me. A rotten tangerine. Yeah, I'm like... And I was, and I was just pink. Yeah, it was bizarre. It was so weird. I was like, I don't know what this is, but we're not but recording we're it. Not gonna record we're not going to record it again. Oh, my we're God. Going. All right, Dan. <laughs> Yes. You got anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, we have some people to thank on Patreon. We do. Some people who've, who've answered the call. Woohoo! Right? They've gone to our website, thankgodamatheist.com, and clicked on the Patreon banner, followed it over, signed up, picked a level of support. They're better people than I. <laughs> and who are and, they? And uh, we have three new faithful listeners, Dan. Okay. We have Jody Skullbeard. Yeah, buddy. And uh, I used Satan's pubes to turn Jim Baker's mom lesbian. Well done. Get after it. <laughs> That's a member member of the TST right there. <laughs> huh? TST. Satanic temple. Oh. Yeah. Um, and then we have five new venerable listeners. Five, wow. Dan. Great. Five. Fab fantastic. <laughs> we have Heather. Vance and Ask and Tell Project. Okay. Um, and then we have two, I think, long term listeners. I recognize the names uh, Kelly and Johnny. Oh. So thank you guys. Oh. That was really, really nice of you. Amazing. Um, so, yeah. Oh. Well, Thanks, everyone. Thank you all so much for oh. your support. And of course, we, we got have our, one, our, one our more top person. Donor, yeah. Our Lord and Savior. Hannah! Oh, she's as good backwards as she is forward, and we love you so much. Uh, listen, friends, we've said it before, and we'll say it again. Uh, if you want to be, to earn this much gratitude from us, think of think of how grateful we are right now. That pretty, could be for you. You could participate in that. You go to thankgodimatheist.com. You click on the thing on the right-hand side of the screen. It takes you to the Patreon. You sign up. You choose what level you want to give. It's We're not doing this to try and make you feel like you have to give more yeah. than you can afford. If you can afford a lot, give a lot. Don't be stingy. <laughs> but if you can't afford a lot, that's fine. Just be a patron. Uh, we really appreciate it, uh, and, and we, we will love you more. Thanks, guys. Dan! Oh, buddy. Uh, we grew up with a lot of restrictions in our life. <laughs> it was basically a life based on restrictions. It was Mormonism a, says no a lot. They're good at it. A lot. They're good at no. Yes doesn't come up too often. 
Oh, well, I mean, like... Yes, you can be boring. They can, well, yes, you can wear me. a white shirt to church. They have so much fun with their little activities, all their... Youth, the youth activities? Yes, you can do a scavenger hunt. We're going to have a water fight out in front of the ward. Yes, you can. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Wait, are you kissing? <laughs> no. No. Don't you dare. Get your hands off her shoulder. Yeah. What? Why is her shoulder showing? No. <laughs> yeah. A lot of restrictions. Some <laughs> of those, many of those revolve around what goes in your face hole. Uh, a lot of them are about what comes out of your face hole, but a lot of them are about what goes in. Uh, and let me tell you something. It's it's a modern yeah, world. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of new shit. Yeah. And they got to weigh in. Does the new shit, is it okay? We are talking about the word of wisdom here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This okay. is this is the the word of wisdom is the <laughs> Mormon uh, laws on what you can and can't eat. Uh, it didn't used to be a law. <laughs> it started out just as what the name suggests. This, this it was just considered a little bit. It was wise. It was so wise. It was a wise way to eat. It was just just here's here you go. Here's a word okay. of wisdom for you. Yeah. Okay. Um, Let me just share a little word. A little word of wisdom. You might want to stay away from like a lot of red meat. Yeah, don't eat too much red meat. Don't eat too much in red moderation, meat. keep just it in, in moderation. moderation, especially in the cold season. No totally hard cool. drink. No hard drink. Uh, or it, hot drink. Or hot drinks. This yeah. was because in that time in the mid 1800s, mm -hmm. there was a thing happening mm -hmm. in nutrition. Mm. Uh, this was the era of John Kellogg and mm. Sylvester Graham. Uh, both what was of Sylvester who, Graham about? Crackers? He invented the Graham cracker. No, he didn't. Yeah. And was it a way so that people would stop masturbating? I guarantee you it got back to masturbation. Because <laughs> look, wasn't there something with Kellogg? Oh my God! Masturbation. He was obsessed <laughs> with n preventing masturbation to the point he was obsessed with all sexuality. He hated it. <gasps> he was proud that he was a married virgin. I am not shitting you on that. Look it up, people. At me if you need to. He was. He also. He he ran a sanitarium, right? He ran a, a place where people would convalesce if they uh -huh. if they weren't feeling well, if they had their nerves or whatever right. the thing, and people would go there. And he he would he had these crazy ideas about nutrition. Yeah, and he did high colonic uh, oh, uh, no. enemas regularly to everybody because even though he was one of the first people to sign on to the germ theory like at that point germ theory wasn't really that popular okay. as a as an right. explanation for ailments yeah. he signed on to that oh but everything that couldn't be explained by that was about your bowels oh yeah uh and masturbation and masturbation and he would do things he was crazy yeah he would sew up foreskins so that you couldn't get an erection. Oh God! He would do. He like it was like obsession and craziness. And he's the reason we're all fucking circumcised in this country because he was convinced that circumcision would prevent onanism, which is masturbation. He was con convinced that it was what what was needed. Right, but he also invented Cheerios, which I eat every morning. Well, there you or go. That was General Mills. Yeah, yeah. Kellogg's he, was like cornflakes was his big corn invention. Cornflakes. Cornflakes was his big invention. Oh my god, I'm going off on this huge side note, but I love it so much because one of the guys who was who stayed in his sanitarium who like needed help and and got help and felt 
like he had been thoroughly helped by John Kellogg's, like, nutrition thing and whatever. <laughs> by the way, Kellogg's first uh, big cereal invention, breakfast invention, was was he got a bunch of grains together and then he they sort of clumped all together and he'd break them up and uh, he called them, uh, they were granules of of like grain clumps, so he called it granula. But somebody else had already come up with something that they called granola, so he called it granola. That's where that comes from. No. I thought you were going to say he invented grape nuts, and I was like, he was evil. No! Grape nuts was invented by the other guy that I'm talking about, who stayed in the at, at oh, the Kellogg place, God. then went off, invented his own thing. This they, was a guy named Post, and Post invented grape nuts as his How as his are these people answer. so obsessed with cereal? <laughs> it was... It was the Great Revolution. Anyway, all of this to say... You know they ruined breakfast. Oh. I, ruined it. I, I love a good breakfast cereal. Yeah, but when I tell you this tidbit about breakfast, you're going to be so upset. Okay. The diet for breakfast uh -huh. up until this point. Right. Oh, did, oh did, did, there was sometimes this, there was sometimes that, whatever. Always bacon. Yeah, that's bacon true. Bacon was always there. That's true. Because you needed like this good, like fatty, you know, hearty, hearty thing to start the day off with. Yeah, I don't. And then you would just be compelled to go masturbate. <laughs> right. Yes. Right? It's or true. at least this Kellogg idiot. I bet he masturbated so much. Oh, you know he did. He was he was sneaking off he all the time. That's where the that's where guys like this always go they, yeah it's the shame cycle yeah. they spiral themselves into oblivion and he uh, <laughs> anyway poor so guy. so poor i feel bad for him. kellogg post graham all these guys obsessed with all of these different uh rules about what you should or shouldn't eat based entirely on jack shit yeah uh, okay, so so Joseph, Joseph Smith came along with his thing, <laughs> which he basically lifted from Sylvester Graham right. anyway, Yeah, um, which was, you know, no hard drink, which fucking doesn't include beer at the time right? or wine, but nobody, right. uh, nobody right. even... They were talking about liquor. Right. Hard liquor. Right. Um, but now, okay, but so now Mormons are, it, it eventually got canonized into law, right. into Mormon law. It wasn't for the first... Until until the early twentieth century, yeah, it was like the nineteen twenties, right? Yeah, something when it, like, like that. Really kicked in. It was all yeah, hardcore, it was, maybe late teens. Yeah, fifty years, it was just a suggestion, and then it became law because well, fifty, like sixty or seventy, years. sixty seventy years. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, because it was first written down in eighteen thirty three. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, there you go, eighty ninety. Yeah. Uh, here, so here you go. Now they're now they got it opine on some new shit so they wrote and what's great is that this all came out in their magazine for the youth mm. for the for the young folk mm -hmm. uh, not the one for the children that would the be friend weird. the friend that's mm -hmm. their magazine for the children the children's friend but no this is the new era the the new era magazine which is uh which i uh, my parents faithfully bought me a subscription of and i never read 
probably a single word. You didn't read the New Era? No. Oh, come on, Dan. It's boring you as shit. You were such a bad Mormon kid. I was a bad Mormon kid. Oh, my God. Uh, anyway, it's, but what we're saying is it's old because it's been around since yeah. our, our youth. Uh, uh, before then. Yeah, I was always disappointed. Like, everybody else like got highlights, and I got the friend. <laughs> you can't even do the uh, the match, the picture I know, match. I was so mad. Uh, here's here's how the uh, the the first presidency of the church uh, has weighed in in the new era magazine. Uh-huh. Era. Electronic vaporizers and e-cigarettes. Oh, the e-cigarettes. Our devices, it, it, it explains what they are, I love it. Our devices people use to inhale mist, usually with various flavors, says the magazine. <laughs> uh, one study showed that nearly two-thirds of teen e-cigarette users thought that the pods that they were vaping... Oh, they use the word vaping. Ooh, they are they're, they're, they're dip, down with the lingo. You'll find that they get m more lingo-y in a minute. Um, the, the, they thought that the pods that they were vaping contained only flavoring. That's way, way far from the truth. Way, way. Wow. <laughs> oh, they're talking to the kids, you see. Yeah, you know, they know how the kids talk. They said they say most vaping pods contain nicotine, which is highly addictive. Yeah. And all of them contain harmful chemicals. It's clearly against the word of wisdom, Frank. Mm, yeah. Uh, I predict something, Dan. Yes? I bet our state legislature all of a sudden starts caring about vaping. Yeah, maybe. Could be. I bet they do. Real soon. Whether this year or next. Yeah. They're going to get on that one. But yeah, I, I think it's just kind of funny that they felt the need to sort of clarify all of this. I mean, it was it seemed obvious to me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not even at church every Sunday listening yeah. to their nonsense, you know? Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, ice, don't they talk like about iced tea and shit? When they talk about iced tea, that's still tea. Still counts. It's still tea. <laughs> They also talk about green tea counting. Oh. It's not just black tea. They're the same. They both come from tea. It's all tea. I bet I bet they actually had somebody. They were like, "What is this green tea?" What? It's green. Brother 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 Jones, come over here. Here's what's confusing. We need Do you know what green tea is? And he's like, "Oh, it's a kind of tea. I I I don't really." Need. He's like, "Brother Jones, will you go research this look it up find out for us and come back here's where then tell us what green tea because i don't know we we're okay with the the herbal yeah that's the, the thing that's what that, that's what tricked them yeah is that they were like well we we kind of are green. we kind of create some gray area for herbal tea is green tea herbal tea yeah is that the same yeah is it different it we sounds like know. it might be you know where else they get confused apparently what well, there's all these drinks now that don't use the word coffee, but have coffee in them. Uh, <laughs> like what? It's, they're trying to trick you. Like what kind of coffee drinks? Here, I will quote from the magazine. Uh-oh. If you're in a coffee shop or any other shop that's well known for its coffee, the drink you're ordering probably has coffee in it. <laughs> So either never buy drinks no. at coffee shops or always ask if there's coffee in it. That doesn't say that. Drinks? You with, just made that up. No, I, I am. This is quoting, my friend. <laughs> drinks with names that include cafe or cafe with two Fs, mocha, latte, espresso, or anything ending in 
Chino <laughs> usually have coffee in them and are, and are against the word of wisdom. <laughs> so that would be your frappuccino, your kappa, your, your frappa, frappa. <laughs> your your napa. Ooh, a nappuccino. That's Nappuccino. wine. Is yeah. that is that that's wine? Wine with a little frothy on with it. A, with a fr- with, so good. With a cappuccino float. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> my favorite. Let me tell you something. Uh, there's a great quote from this magazine article that says members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints are known for their healthy lifestyles. Oh, come to Utah and. You, witness. you are just bald faced lying. <laughs> just because you don't drink coffee or alcohol does not oh. mean you are healthy. Oh. First of all, do we need to talk about the phenomenon of these places that, that they're drive through oh. soda places? Oh my God. Like, I don't know if these exist elsewhere. I, I suspect I, I haven't seen them. Yeah, write into us if you the, have these. The, they're outside they're of Utah. Horrifying, and they're they're definitely like a homegrown phenomenon. Yes, um, and they're, uh, they're called things like so delicious or so delicious. Well, there's one. There's a big one of the big chains is called Sips. Yeah, Slurp, uh, Slurp. Uh, <laughs> anyway, but they're these the drive-through. In, in instead of it being a drive-through coffee shack or whatever, it's, it's a drive-through soda shack and they call it and dirty you get, soda. like you get dirty sodas and big old cookies and stuff yeah and it's just it is a diabetes like uh nightmare nexus point yeah right? like, just yeah they like, literally this they is should, where this is where diabetes starts you should get us because because, it, because we're not talking about like 12 ounces of soda no 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 the smallest they have is going to be 32 ounces. Right. So they're big. But or they, 64. They you don't, can get the big right, end. But you're not just going there to get a Coca-Cola. You're going there to get a Coca-Cola with a squirt of this syrup you and mean a squirt of that. A point of order. You mean a Diet Coke. Well, Because sure. they all think that they're... They start with Diet Coke. Oh, they're all on the Diet Cokes. Well, nonetheless... I need a dirty Diet... Blah, blah, blah. So anyway, go on. You take your Diet Coke. Right. You don't fill it to the rim. No, no, no. And then you just fucking squirt like lime syrup in and it's just syrup after syrup after syrups. syrups just all these different flavors like the tarani syrups nothing that ends in chino nuts with not no chinos but like but yeah it's like coconut lime uh-huh caramel blah blah it's just like you're it's adding horrifying. sugar it's absolutely horrifying to those drinks yeah. yeah yeah and then you get a big giant cookie too yeah and you sit there and you go, yum, 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 enjoy your afternoon. And so you go, what? Yum, 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 yum. Okay. And then, and then slip into some kind of diabetic coma. Right. And then, and then you feel smug because you didn't have a beer. <laughs> or something that ends in Chino. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, so that's, that's Mormons for you. They are, they're so healthy. They're just <laughs> so healthy. Uh... So good for them. They figured out not vaping, uh, which I agree with. I think we. Oh, let me, I, l- let's back up here. Yeah. Right? Like we're kind of making fun of them for this stance. The stuff ain't good for you. Well, I, the real problem is we don't know anything about vaping. I think right. those flavors might be horrific for your lungs. They, Who knows? A whole bunch right? of the flavors have already been. Sh- people have been showing up with the popcorn lung. Right. Don't um, don't vape. Popcorn lung. Don't, I don't even know what that is. It's it like it's like a really bad condition. Your okay. lung your lungs go all popcorny. 
It's not okay. good. Okay. It's All not right. good. Yeah, okay. So, so just let somebody else be the guinea pig. Yeah, exactly. For this kind of Just shit. hold off. Smoke um, a cigarette. But, but You'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> but nicotine ain't great for you. No. You know. But, all right. Anyway, uh, there you go. Hey, if you guys would like to chime in, tell us about how, how healthy your former religion was. <laughs> right into us. Podcast at ThankGodImAtheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and smash that like button until it hurts. And while you're there on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. Follow us yes. on Twitter at TGIAtheist. Yeah. Hey, uh, don't forget to uh, uh, that we need to thank Mackenzie mm-hmm. for her amazing work on the Facebook page. Thanks to Danny and Amy for their work as moderators in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. Yeah, and also, uh, hey, you guys listening, everyone that, who can hear me right now, thank you for listening. Yeah. Thanks, guys. You hear how sincere we are? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.